This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode of That Story Show is brought to you in part by Bluehost Hosting. This month, they have special pricing, just $3.49 a month. That's a 40% discount from their standard rates. This special ends January 31st, so get it while the getting's good. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash bluehost to sign up. This is Marilyn, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey, how you doing? This is That Story Show, the show that shares funny life stories from all over the world. This is episode 239, brought to the week of January 20th, 2015. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. and with me, a special guest today, is my wife, John Steinklobber. I'm just kidding. I am not. <laughs> that's I'm what, not John. That's what the note said. It's, <laughs> it said John. So I'm much prettier than John. This is my wife, Jennifer, and uh, she is a lot prettier than John, though she does have a, uh, a much fuller beard than he does. Oh, my gosh. So she has been kind enough to help us out. John has uh, busyness in his life, and he asked if we could postpone the recording. And I said, absolutely not. We have to do wow. it tonight. And I asked, I've been asking you, how long have I been asking you to join me? Um, how long have you been doing the show? Forever. Uh, that's about how long you've been asking. Yeah, every single week I ask her, hey, do you want to be on the show? And I say No. <laughs> And I said yes the one time when I'm the only host. Every other time there's been other hosts. So John can take that personally, I'm, I'm assuming. How so? That it's um, it's him. Mm. It's him that's the problem. He's You don't want to be on the show with him. Uh, yeah. Is that it? Even though I said no before he was on it. But that's okay. Uh, that's true. You've been, I've been asking for a long time. Hey, um, we got to do something fun last week. We, we went to, uh, uh, PDQ, you know, people dedicated to quality, a wonderful name for a restaurant. Uh, they serve chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we met up with some folks. The, um, I used to call them the Nice family cause it's spelled N I E S, but apparently it's pronounced niece. So we got to meet up with the niece family mm-hmm. and, uh, we went there and we sat on it. We were there before they were. And, uh, we didn't have a clue who we were waiting on, you know? Uh, no, not a bit. You get nervous. You get real nervous, especially about you homeschool people, because you never know. You never know about homeschool folks. You could get folks that worship deer antlers. Or or you could be the Duggars, and there could be like 25 people that That's true. show up. 25 folks that are like, hey, hey, podcast guy, buy us some, buy us some chicken. <laughs> buy us some meal. I like that chicken. Um. So, but anyway, it turned out to be awesome. It was homeschool kids and their parents and their grandparents. Uh, but they had the first thing that I noticed about them is they had Harry Potter wands. They did, and they were neat. They brought them in special from the car. And I am absolutely 100% opposed, as liberal as I am, I am opposed to morally to those Harry Potter wands. Harry Potter fan. 
but I'm opposed. You know why? Why? Because they're $40 each. Actually, they're 80 No way. I am almost positive they said I think, 80 No, they, he spent 80 on two of them. They are $40 oh, each. okay. I remember. All right. But that is why I'm morally opposed to them. Oh, my gosh. If they actually did magic... They, they would be worth far more than 80 Absolutely. It's a steal at $40. Jen is still, Jen's still going to 80 but... You know, Oops. you don't need two. If you if one of them works, you know, you could do some cool stuff. Uh, let me ask you, just right off the cuff, if you had a working uh, wand, mm-hmm. what would you primarily, what task would you use it to simplify or do for you? Uh, housework. Okay. Anything in particular? Uh, cleaning the floor, dusting. Oh, those bathrooms. Yeah, you said enough. Mine would just be dishes. I I would do the bibbity bobbity boo <laughs> thing, and and the stuff would start marching, mm-hmm. and people would start throwing buckets around, and the dishes would dance, and then I would get all the credit. I would also use it to ward off evil, <laughs> just in case. That's important. <laughs> someone, someone. How how was that done exactly? What you, I don't know. You'd have to read the Harry Potter books. Swish tell you. and flick. <laughs> Yeah. Swish and flick. Leviosa. <laughs> I don't know. I'd also do tricks with the dog. That would be cool. <laughs> what, what would the dog be forced into? Well, Suits and he ties? Would or definitely what? fly at least once. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking flying shih tzu. Wow, you just cussed. Uh, that's why we got him, so I could cuss legally every mm. time I talk about him. I feel bad every time I tell people what kind of dog he is. Well, anyway, <laughs> the point is, we started off with the nice family. They were the niece, sorry, niece family. They were very nice, and um, it was very good. We sat there for the better part of two hours and and just hung out and uh, talked to their kids and um, the grandparents and the parents, and they uh, they were very cool. It so, was fun. It, it was, was really a lot, fun. A lot of fun. So we're always glad to be able to meet up with. With our with our listeners, so um, uh, it's time for something I like to call a backstory. Backstory is, in case you don't know, Jen, um, it's where we share a story from the past seven days or so. Oh, okay. And since yours takes place further behind mine, I, I think you should go first. I don't know what it is, but it happens, and it may have ramifications on mine. It could. So mine could spoil yours, and yours could spoil mine. But if something needs to be spoiled, I'm willing to lay down and die for your backstory. It's kind of extreme, but that's that's what I'm willing to do. Okay, die. It's not really that good of a story for you to die for, but and I'm definitely not a good storyteller. But um, uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was two days ago. Yeah, MLK Day. Yeah. MLK. Uh, so I go out to my car. And I'm going to drive it, like mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And there's something underneath it, something that's white <laughs> and and fluffy looking. And I'm very suspicious because we have, I mean, we have all kinds of stuff. We got critters, squirrels. Critters, yeah. We got raccoons. We have birds. There's, And I was pretty sure it wasn't a bird because it had fur. But um, so anyway, I look under and I declare that it is a cat. And so then I try to look at it. Well, you, you came in the house, too. Yeah, well, well, I'm getting to that. Oh, oh, oh. See, this is a big story. So I'm looking at it. I keep looking under. But it's laying weird. I mean, it's little. And I'm like, I swear that's a bunny. I'm like, no, it's a cat. 
It's definitely a cat because when is there ever a bunny under your car ever no. in life? So that's, um, that's almost magical. So I walk on. I, I walk over to it. I kind of get close to it, thinking maybe the dumb cat will move. But then it's like just still there. And I'm like, what do you do when there's a cat under your car and you need to go somewhere? So I went back in the house. And I asked you that question because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And plus, I was afraid of the cat because what if the cat was actually a raccoon? Yeah. And then... Uh, what yeah. if it was a transformer of some kind? <laughs> that would be Could real. Form of raccoon. <laughs> so. so you said start the car. Yeah. So That's what you do. Hey, she comes in the door. She says, I got a cat out of my car. How do you get rid of it? I said, start the car. <laughs> <laughs> so... And then I started worrying as you were leaving. I was waiting. I was like, because I've heard stories of cats getting up underneath and sleeping somewhere. And then, but anyway. Oh. So um, anyway, so I, I went out and, and the cat had moved. It, it had been towards my, you know, the passenger side. And, um, and when I went back around, it was still under there, but it was kind of closer to my side. Well, then I start the car and a stinking bunny goes bounding out from underneath my car. So it was, it was a bunny sleeping under my car. Wow. Which I came back in to tell you that there was a bunny under my car. That's got to be, I mean, we're not, it's a great story. We're not the people that, that follow, you know, lucky stuff. Like I know Mm -hmm. from childhood that a black cat crossing your path or breaking a mirror is supposed to be 300 years bad luck or whatever. Uh, But if, if a bunny is under your car, (laughs) <laughs> and you don't hit it. <laughs> well, it just it, it just if it's there, it's like yeah. finding a four leaf clover. It's like your car should just be immediately paid off, with, which it is. But yeah, so that kind of works. But <laughs> my car should somehow be I don't know ah, cooler, blessed with some lucky charms or something. I don't know. Maybe those old golden crowns from the early nineties could come, you know, just mm-hmm. appear uh, in heaven. So, um, mine has nothing to do with your stupid bunny story. <laughs> it was not stupid. It was awesome. It was a bunny. <laughs> it, it was the greatest story ever, actually. Um, you win a trophy, a bunny trophy. <laughs> Thanks. Um, anyway, I, uh, my, I, 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 for months now, as, as many of our listeners who join us live on Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern uh, at nlcast.com slash live will attest. plug. Yeah, well, there's no shame in my game, but I, I, they will tell you that for the last several months, I've been growing a substantial goatee. Jen, will you, <laughs> will you tell the people about this goatee? Tell them about it, how wonderful it is. It, um, it was really, really bushy, and it was getting longer and longer. You're already referring to it in the past tense, because um, it, it was a good, I want to say four inches long. It, it might have been. From the bottom of my lip. Mm-hmm. Maybe five, maybe four and a half. I'm pushing it. But every day, every freaking day, without exception, my wife. That would be me. Would make some sort of comment, some little snide it comment. It was like a Santa thing. About it was so fluffy. How horrible this thing was and how much she hated it. It was so long. She even one time, people, <laughs> reverted and tried to do some sort of screwed up backwards <laughs> masking what do you call it reverse psychology yeah. on me and she's like you know what i've changed my mind your 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 beard it just oh it makes you look so cute you look so <laughs> cute and my brain was like what what because oh, she knows i hate that she knows i hate hate <laughs> yeah, that you don't like being called cute and i'm like really i believed her for half a second she actually got me 
And uh, and I figured it out as, as her grin got bigger and bigger and her little evil eyebrows started bitting pointer and pointer and pointer. Um, I realized she was just trying to trick me. And I'm like, oh, so. But anyway, all that to say the other day I got a wild hair and I shaved that monkey off and I, I shaved it down to a four. And it looked really good. It looked a little bit small, though. I, I shaved the edges a little it bit. It looked small in comparison. And, and it but looked, it looked good. You looked clean cut. You looked awesome. And it was mostly gray. Mostly yeah, gray. A lot of gray. Kids but... hated it, as they should have. I hated it. Jen was happy. I was happy. I looked like, she says, you look younger. You look younger. <laughs> you looked younger and you looked more clean cut. You looked bushy. Yeah. like like it, You looked like either a hipster or a biker. I'm not sure which before. I wasn't quite there yet to biker or hipster. you were you were heading towards. One I of the will two. be heading there, but anyway, all this, all this to tell you that today, um, oh, oh no, no, no! <laughs> when we got home again, I hated the little goatee so much that I shaved it off, and I'm completely <laughs> barefaced now for the first time in like five years. And you look weird. And what do you know? I have a tiny chin. It's I- so little. It's like a little <laughs> outward dimple. It's like an Audi. On my dang chin, I look like some sort of weird caricature. Why do you have I a used... tiny chin? Because you used to not, I don't think. I think we're used to seeing the beard, the goatee. Um, and you judge it, you know, it's like four inches wide. Now it's an inch and a half wide. And it's a little pointy thing. It looks like a private part. It's terrible. It doesn't look like a private part. That's weird. <laughs> but it looks like a chin. It looks like a little weird chin. So anyway, uh, today my daughter, I took her to an orthodontist appointment. Everything was great. And I text my wife and I say, I say this. I say, uh, Jen's teeth are fine. Jenna's teeth. Jenna's teeth are fine. She says back, she says, that's great. Or something like that. I said, my teeth are fine too. Thanks for asking. You know, it's just a little joke. And she goes, well, I didn't ask because your teeth are just fine. You know, uh, Really funny response. Uh, no, I said your teeth don't have braces. Your teeth don't have which braces. Which is great. Which it's is even better. Hilarious. The height of... Laugh. I mean, if you're, not, if you're an accountant, that is funny. Um, oh, shut up. But then she she had this little thing and she says, she waits about it 20 minutes and you could just tell, I just knew where she was <laughs> when she thought of this. She just laughed to herself out loud. I think I did. And, <laughs> I would have been alone in my she, office. She texted me, how's your chin? <laughs> Well, you were being snarky with the whole my teeth are fine. Like, I care about your dumb teeth. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry I had to tell you all that just to... Well, you're the one who completely shaved bare naked chin. (laughs) You just said bare naked chin. After after you made fun of me for saying my chin looks like a private part. Uh, Speaking of private parts, um, we're going to do a little segment today. It's a one-time only segment called Lyrics with James, where we're going to look deeply into the lyrics of some of America's most popular songs, namely just one song. And that song is called All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it goes a little something like this. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. All right, I think that's all I can play and still not go to jail. So good, don't go to jail. Um, so this is this is the number one song in America right now, beating out uh, my favorite uh, Taylor Swift. 
um, and then uh, Nicki Minaj. Uh, it is it is a song, and and I have I have no problem with the song. I have no problem with the video. I have no problem with anything. I'm just going to pick out five things that I find troubling and jacked up about the lyrics and all about that bass. Okay, let me read some to you just real quick. She goes. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. Okay, she's apparently supposed to do that. If you have a big butt, you're supposed to shake it. Um, Because I got that boom, boom that the boys chase. Mm-hmm. I've, ne- I've never seen boys chase uh, any boom, boom. Boom, boom, when I was a kid, meant poop. <laughs> you make boom, boom. Anyway, and she says she's got all the right junk in all the right places. I I know what that means. Homeschool people. um, Ask your parents. Don't ask your parents. Just forget (laughs) about it. Don't look it up on uh, iTunes or whatever. Um, She says, I see the magazine working that Photoshop. We know that ain't real. Come on now. Make it stop. If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up. That's your hands, homeschoolers. Because every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. And I love that message, that part of the message. You know, mm-hmm. that people should accept how they are and all that kind of stuff. Um, but here's here's the trouble right here in the, in the chorus. Yeah, my mama, she told me, don't worry about your size. She says, boys like a little more booty to hold at night. <laughs> and you have issues. You know. <laughs> You know, I won't be no stick figure silicone Barbie doll. So if you're not, if that's not what you're into, go ahead and move along. All right. Two sentences in there. My mom told me, don't worry about your size. Here's, here's number one thing. Uh, first of all, there was a mother apparently that sat down and told her daughter she was heavy. She says, my mama told me, don't worry about your size. So there had to been some point either the mama, either the little girl came up to the mom and said, mom, the people at school say I got a big butt. <laughs> well, sit down, honey. And let me just tell you, don't worry about your size. Or what I kind of want to prefer to think is she's in sixth grade, seventh grade, and she's got this giant butt. She always has since newbornism, whatever that is, a disease. <laughs> and her mom says, um, you need to, you need to hear this from me first. But you got you got a giant derriere, and and that's okay, it's okay. So anyway, that's that's problem number one. Just that whole conversation. Do you think that conversation ever happened? Because she put it in here. It, it didn't really. This was a conversation with her mama. But I, I read an interview. It's... I don't care about the interview. I'm saying <laughs> the lyrics say, "My mama said she told me don't worry about your size." Okay. Uh, so number thing number two. Uh, the mom telling her daughter that boys like heavy girls and mm-hmm. that they like holding booty at night. <laughs> so apparently now, uh, yeah, that just troubles me very, very much. The holding the booty? No, that the mom would, would go there. Yeah. Not that you can be anything you want to be, even with your giant butt, even though you won't ever be able to sit in a chair properly, even though... You know, you you have to turn sideways to go through doors. Um, it's okay because all the boys in the future, because I'm a prognosticator, a teller of secrets of the future, I know that in 2015, it is going to be hecka popular for you to have the badonkadonk and the trunk-a-trunk. So, and I was able to do that. 
just there. What? Badunk dunk. Yeah. Chunga chunk. Chunga chunk. I made that up. Um, so anyway, uh, so, so boys like holding booty at night, holding. It's, I, is it true? Cause you're a boy. I, I will tell you right now. I, and, and Jen is a married person. Have you ever woke up and, and I'm just like, <laughs> I've just sure. got a, a, a lock on there on either one, either side. <laughs> I don't think any human being does that because I, I'm, I'm just saying that, um, at night, <laughs> everything that can happen happens, meaning uh, air comes out and, and different things like that. And and during the day, if you're a married couple and something's going on, you can avoid embarrassing things. But when you're asleep, there's it just doesn't make sense. That's all I'm saying. To, to, to I just imagine they're sleeping. Maybe they mean something else. All right, so number four. Apparently... Uh, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Apparently booty now means, cause it sounds so weird to say holding booty at night. That just sounds weird. So maybe she, apparently booty means your whole body. Mm-hmm. She wants a little more booty. So now booty means a whole body. That's amazing. That's crazy and dumb. Uh, either that or every boy in the world is different than I am. That could be, that could be, um, different show. But uh, last, I just want to point out to everyone, all the Anaconda fans out there, uh, all all these, all about the bass, just want to point out one thing that me and John would definitely want to drill in your brains. Everybody poops. Okay, so that automatically downgrades every butt, all of their attractiveness potential. And every time I see some sort of pose, like the cover of Anaconda, where Nikki's doing her little splits thing squat deal. I just see people trying to go to the bathroom out in the woods. Uh, so there you go. There you go. So those were the five things that I picked out of, uh, out of the deal. What were, you were going to say? You saw some, you read something about this. Oh, I read. Some, I didn't know you were so invested. I was very invested. No. Um, I read some interview and she said her mom didn't actually say that because somebody asked her. No. And she said it was more like her dad. Oh! Oh! I don't know if he said Even exactly worse. that. But Holy <laughs> crap, baby. You know? Oh, it's getting it's getting awfully weird now. I thought it was weird when the mom and daughter were talking, yeah. but Ugh. anyway. Uh did we mention Patreon? If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, if you find value in what we're doing, support us for just a quarter a show. It's just a dollar a month. Become a quarterbacker, dink 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 at uh at Patreon, uh, when you sign up, we'll even read your name on the show and all that kind of stuff. It'll be awesome. Uh, go to patreon.com slash NLcast or, uh, or uh, thatstoryshow.com slash donate for more information. Appreciate it. It'd be awesome. Let's do some featured stories. All right. This one happens to be a middle school drama piece from Arlen Womack called Willingly Accepted Bread. Hello, that story show. This is Arlen from Vassar, Kansas. And here's my story that happened the night before I sent this. Last night, my mom was looking through the leftovers trying to find some dinner and found some pumpkin bread that we got from our neighbors on Christmas. What, what's the date again? It's January 20th. Yeah, my mom then offered the bread to my sister. This is like the maybe, wow. maybe, uh, who was the kid, the life kid? 
the life. Mikey? Yeah, this is the Mikey of the family. My mom <laughs> offered the bread to my sister. Hey, she'll eat it. Uh, who once again, for the sake of randomness, we'll call Antelope, since I sent in the zebra slap story uh, last week's episode. And my sister willingly accepted the bread, took a bite, and immediately spit it out. After looking at the piece of discarded bread, I saw mold on the crust of that pumpkin bread. Skipped to this morning, and we asked her if, if the mold was what made her spit it out. And Antelope says that the reason she actually spit it out was she thought it was chocolate and was surprised to taste pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> so she was going to eat that bread. So stupid. She was going to eat it. This is middle school. You got to understand. Thanks for reading, James. Arlen Warmack, the zebra slap survivor. P.S. This was completely written in one sentence on purpose. Wow, that is so ironic. I love it. Um, I just love the sentence. Who uh, She gave the bread to my sister who once again for the... Oh, no, 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 not that part. Uh, my sister willingly accepted the bread. <laughs> How do you... I don't know. Somebody hands you bread. You just take it. No, you? don't give it to me. <laughs> take it away. Yeah. That would be not willingly accepted. I guess so. You that would... doesn't usually happen at meals. People no. don't scream unless you're two. When your parent gives but... <laughs> you something to eat. You just willingly accept it and anybody gives you food and you willingly accept it. Yeah. It doesn't need to be. I think it's assumed is what we're trying mm-hmm. to say. You don't have to say. So, yeah, that's why I called it willingly accepted bread. Uh, Because it's different. It's special. Uh, This is is from Josh Nolan, and I'm going to call this one Narthex. Uh, So in church this week, our pastor announced that we would be having Krispy Kreme donuts in the Narthex next week. And my dad leans over and whispered excitingly, Krispy Kreme. (laughs) And I leaned over to him and whispered, Narthex. (laughs) (laughs) Did it really say that? Yeah. Because that's what I would have predicted that it said. <laughs> oh, man. You got to wonder, do the parents even know? Most of the time, though, when, I, when I've when i got kids that listen, their folks listen as well. And I'm, I'm always surprised that they continue to let their kids listen. But It is pretty racy. It's pretty desperate. You're pretty desperate if this is what's called wholesome, you wholesome know, clean humor. comedy. So uh, This one's from Jessica. It's called Blind Faith. First of all. She says, I'd like to uh, tell you that I'm happy that NLCast, or that story show, is back. I'd like to share a story about something that happened to me about three years ago. I think the statute of limitations has passed, so here it goes. I went to the college cafeteria to meet a friend for lunch. Since I'm blind, I asked a member of the dining hall staff to direct me to my friend's table. I said hi to my friend, but she didn't hear me because she was laughing about something. She stopped laughing and asked me to repeat myself, and I said, if you'd shut your big Italian mouth, maybe you'd hear me. I knew my friend would find this statement to be funny. However, I did not realize that both the campus minister and the priest were sitting at the table. Unfortunately for me, they are both Italian. Mm. The campus minister laughed and said, I'm trying to think of a way to defend you, but I'm laughing too hard. You're on your own. The priest said, I'm not too mad at you. Priests only hold grudges for about three years. Would that that were true. I am still reminded of this story every time I do something dumb. Let this be a lesson to all of you. Whether you are blind or sighted, make sure you know who's around you before you start to make fun of someone. Thanks for reading, Jessica. 
<laughs> Whenever there's a real heavy <laughs> a moral to the moral story. to the story, we yeah. like to throw that in there. Don't call Italians loud. Yeah, don't, if you're, if you're, even though they are, if you're blind, don't do stupid stuff. If you're sighted, you know, sighted. If you're sighted, look at who's at the table before you make a comment. I want to comment about the word sighted. Sighted sounds like a word people say would make up about folks when they're trying to be sensitive about their condition. Mm, like blind actually sounds like something that needs to be changed. Like in 30 years, we will probably call literally call them visually impaired or, or, you know, non-sighted, non-sighted or whatever. Uh, but sighted sounds like something they, they made up to try to be nice to us. Like, I'm so sorry you can see. Um, I don't know. It just sounds weird. Just, I don't know what you'd call us, you know, uh, see, seeing people. People see, see people. Maybe it's sighted is best. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should stick it there. We do have a few uh, blind listeners, actually, quite a few. Maybe they could give me a little bit of background on the history of of that. Um, but I, I bet back in the day, they probably had some really um, vulgar term for us that they would all use behind our backs. Probably not. And I'm sure some sighted person stood up and started having rallies and walking streets and I don't think so. being put in prison and finally you know the the blind all the blind people finally realized that they couldn't treat us that way anymore and they they came up with this more sensitive word what do you think i doubt it <laughs> okay uh this is from corn nerd it's called the surprise unicycle hate those you know that's just a burden uh, a few months ago, I decided to take my bike for a ride after a long period of bike negligence. It's a, it's a, a problem people have. Um, I have that problem. I rode around the neighborhood a couple of times, just cruising and taking it easy. And after a couple of hours of riding, uh, I decided to head back home. And since he was just circling the block, it wasn't that far. Um, on the way, I weaved in and out of vacant side streets to increase the length of the ride a bit. How clever. As I enter one street, I noticed a speed bump. One uh, thought went through my head. I'm going to ramp off this thing and it's going to be awesome. So what did I do? I went to work on my bike, pedaling as hard as I could to get top speed and the most out of the jump. When I reached the ramp, not knowing how to properly execute a bike jump, I just jerked up on the handlebars as hard as I could. I went higher up in the air than I expected, but everything seemed okay. Until the landing. Well, everything's always okay until the landing. Well, it's not much time, so of course it's okay. Yeah, you're you're not up there for very long. You don't have enough time to decide if everything's okay. This is only made up after the story's done. My front tire seemed to disappear, and I flipped over the handlebars as the bike felt forward. After a few seconds of confusion and pain, I turned around to see my bike in the middle of the street and my front tire laying to the right side of the street. I assume that when I jerked up on the handlebars, I pulled the main frame of the bike off the tire. And this was later confirmed when I got home and noticed that nothing but gravity was ever keeping the bike on the front tire in the first place. I am unsure what the whole scene looked like, but I imagine for a split second that I looked like I was riding a surprise unicycle. <laughs> Safety first, kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 
It probably looked like a cool trick. You know? Like, doesn't that always happen? Anytime you go over a bump and you lift up on the handlebars, doesn't don't you flip over the handlebars? No, like not lift up on the handlebars, but not all up. the time. But most of the time, like if you're not 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 the trick people, not the mm. not the biking. No, it it, it just doesn't go well. It 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 does if you go up high. I mean, a bu- mm-hmm. a little bump, it's not going to do anything. But if, if you go up a significant ramp, yeah, there's this thing where you're going to land you know, at that angle where your, your back tire is higher in the air than mm-hmm. your front tire. Cars do the same thing. It's a natural arc. And, and, uh, I didn't know that when I was in high school. Mm. And, uh, as much as I make fun of middle schoolers, um, when I was in high school, I had the m- mentality and maturity of a middle schooler. Mm. I just did. And, um, they were going to put in a new concrete, uh, sidewalk. Mm-hmm. They were thinking about using concrete, you know, the sidewalk. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just figured, you know what? Georgia. Let's do this one <laughs> in concrete. In concrete. We're tired of this gravel. It moves all the time. <laughs> this, this, um, this dirt is not cutting yeah. it. So Keep they, from washing away. They piled up a big pile of like sandy, crusty dirt. This is not going to end well, is it? And it was perfectly ramp shaped. I, mm-hmm. I remember it being at least four feet <laughs> in the air. And, uh, so I would go down this new sidewalk and I would get off of it and then, you know, hit that ramp and mm-hmm. I did it. I landed it. I landed mm-hmm. it perfectly like four or five times. I was amazed. I was absolutely amazed that I was alive and that it worked. Mm-hmm. So then I made the biggest mistake any person kid or otherwise can make when you can do a cool trick. I called my parents out to come and take a look at my magical uh. trick. Cause why is that a bad idea? Every child knows when your parents come out, you can never do the trick. No, you can never do it. So I, I hit the ramp and you were in high school and you called them out. Yeah. I was like, Hey, come and see. Wow. <laughs> My voice hadn't changed yet. You know, Gosh. I was a late bloomer. I, I, I hit the ramp and I, some reason or another, my feet came off the pedals uh. and things were just going wrong. And I hit first, you know, front tire, then my legs, my my seat came off the seat and it went forward and my my privacies hit that little bend that the the, the handlebars mm-hmm. hold on to and then it goes down into mm-hmm. your bike. There's that little right angle deal. Crunched down on those and I fell down on the ground absolutely mortified, embarrassed, and in absolute pain. And my stepdad added another emotion, which was hatred, when he said good jump that was great mm. <laughs> so uh yeah that was a lot to handle it sounded like a great time it was a, it was it was a wonderful time the only other time i did a ramp was it wasn't really a ramp because the obvious uh, the opposite of a ramp is a slide mm-hmm. and for some reason in the backyard um i couldn't have been more than four or five but i was, I was left alone a lot but uh we i had an egg crate i had a, a picnic table and I had a piece of paneling, you know, the, the old stripe paneling like they put mm-hmm. in, in trailers back in the day. So I was like, I'm going to make a slide. So I, I put the linoleum or the you know board up mm-hmm. against the, the park bench that we mm-hmm. had in the backyard. And then to hold it down like nails and concrete, you know, I put this egg crate on top of it that's so effective it's metal egg crate now they make them out of plastic and they put you know milk in it and stuff uh-huh. but i guess it's a milk crate not an egg crate 
So I put it down on there, and I, I, I kind of sat on it, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to slide down this monkey. Well, I free, fall, free fell for about a foot and a half, and I hit the, the, the wood, and it immediately, of course, bends underneath my weight, sends the milk crate up in the air <laughs> like a fulcrum. That's not a bad word. That's the thing. No, and, and it fell down on its corner, like the way they display Rubik's Cubes, right on the top of the crown of my head. And uh, I remember running and, and crying, and I don't remember getting any sympathy. But I wonder what they thought you were doing and how they could have thought that you got injured that way. Well, I, I wasn't being watched oh. was the number one thing. Yeah. I, I was being let to my own, you know, my own ends. Four-year-olds should always be watched. Four-year-olds should always be around paneling. <laughs> yeah, it's just a and, good idea. And egg crates. Egg crates, paneling. Metal. You know. <laughs> With nothing else to do, apparently. Yeah. No no slides. <laughs> you know, nothing like that. Just leave them back there. The, They'll be the fine. The 80s were a tough decade. They don't need a slide. They'll make their own slides. Yeah. So. That that could have been the late seventies, right there, oh, my that's dear. That's true. I was born in seventy three. You are quite um quite older than me. By the time the eighties came out, everybody had swing sets. <laughs> everybody had swing sets. We had a swing set, and it and it wasn't a swing set if you couldn't swing and the poles came out of the ground. Mm. Ours the, was concrete. Oh, of course, because your dad. My dad likes concrete. Oh, concrete. <laughs> uh, but then by the nineties rolled around, they they got those post or those drill in. Mm-hmm. anchors that totally took the fun out of yeah that kind of thing so well um that's our story uh, and that's our show <laughs> and, and we're sticking <laughs> to both so uh if you want to send in your funny true life stories audio or text you can send those things to that story show at gmail.com or call them in at 209-5-209-5 nl cast uh you can visit the contact page on that story show.com for more information on that and how, you know, to make sure your stuff gets read or played on the show. If you enjoyed the show, I hope you did. I hope you can support the show for just a quarter a month. Like we said, thatstoryshow.com slash donate for more information. Um, Jen, I'd like to thank you, first of all, for being on the show today. I think it was a great success. Good, thanks. I, I think people will be begging for you to come back, and I'm not even I'm not even joking. It was a bunny story, wasn't it? Oh, that one. <laughs> it was a good one. Legendary. Well, that's it. Uh, the website, thatstoryshow.com. Join the NLCast Network Community Facebook group. If you can do all that. If you're on Facebook, just go nlcast.com slash group and join. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people that listen to this show, getting together, hanging out, making fun of me. Uh, follow the show on Twitter if you haven't, twitter.com slash that story show, or follow me personally at NLCast, or you can follow Jen. You can't. You can't, because she doesn't do Twitter. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. That story show.com slash iTunes will get you there fast. Thanks to our backers. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, specifically the one spouse. Or recording with you. Yeah. And uh, thanks to our story contributors and everyone who listens. And remember, if uh, if you have a funny life story and nobody's listening, just call that story show. That's brand new. <laughs> you like that? I'm confused. What? You may say it again? Yes. Okay. And remember, if you have a funny life story and nobody's listening, just call that story uh, show. Okay. 
because nobody's listening to what you're saying. Uh, and yeah. yeah, see, it's a little playoff word, sir. It's kind of silly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your honest feedback. Sorry. Visit nlcast.com for other great NLcast network shows. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.